give strength today. Amen. Hallelujah. He is our strength. We can't do this in our own strength. We can't even live the way we want to live in our own strength. We need help from the Lord, don't we? Oh, I thank God today. And he strengthens the weak.
All right? And the son of my vows, because she made a vow, I believe she made a vow to the Lord when she had this son. Like we have our dedication, we have a dedication, we bring the babies up front, and the parents make a promise to God, they make a vow to God to train the child up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Amen? Amen. And we and we promise to, to support that family. Yes, indeed. And so I believe she made a vow. I believe she made a vow to raise the child in the fear and admonition of the Lord. I believe she made a vow to teach the child. Yes. I she made a, a vow to um, support and feed and allow him to grow and um, to to find his way. I believe she made a vow to do all these things, including a vow to discipline him, <laughs> like you guys do. Amen. And so she says to him, it is not, don't give me strength, don't give me strength away to women. In other words, don't, don't be like one of those guys, um, one of those folks who try to be with a lot of people, okay? Who try to be with a lot of women, and every time you're with someone, you give up something. When you, when you have that intimate, physical relationship, it's, it's spiritual as well, right? And and you give up something. Now listen, this is a family program, so I'm gonna be very careful how I say this. But most men know, no, most men admit it, everybody knows it, but most men admit it, after a few moments of pleasure, rather than these eight hours sleep. Because you, your strength is gone, man. It's over. What good are you right now? Alright, anyhow, so 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 that that's strength. And plus your seed is your strength. Your seed, your your posterity is your strength, right? Your children, your, the sons and daughters that you should that you can be raising is strength. And she said, Don't give that away. Don't give it away. And this all stuff in Proverbs talking about um, you know, a warning um the man not to get with the wrong woman, you know, the strange woman, and the adulteress, and the harlot, and all this other stuff, right? And even though it's written towards a man's perspective, it, it counts towards women, too. Amen. All right? Well, look what he says. It is not for kings, it is not for kings or me well to drink wine. Wow. I know you modern-day church folk oppose that. But that's in the Bible. Well, somebody said, well, I'm not a king. <laughs> Don't talk foolishly. Well, you are sons and daughters of the living God. Yes. You are kings and priests of the Most High. Yes. You really are. All right? Look what it says here. It's, Nor for princes intoxicating drink. In other words, Mama is, in, is encouraging her young man don't be, don't be one of those who get intoxicated, drunk, and out of your mind. Stay sober. Amen. The Word of God tells you to stay sober. And she's telling this son, you need to be sober. You're going to be a king. you got responsibility. You have influence. You have to make some tough decisions. You have to do some things that regular folk don't necessarily have to do. And you can't do it if you're intoxicated. Listen, if you're a king or not, if you're a pauper, you can't make a good decision while you're intoxicated. That's true. Amen. Amen. You know, we, we encourage you not to do it. I don't care what the advertisers say. Okay. 
And I know you have these celebrations and you have these times, but you don't have to get intoxicated. I mean, if, if it was up to me, you wouldn't drink anything alcoholic. But you folks do what you want to do, evidently. Right? I don't care what pastor said. It's my celebration. Don't get drunk. Come on. You know, uh, um, my family, I have a family member, my brother, is in Alcoholics and Narcotics Anonymous, and what they teach there, if you don't take the first drink, you won't get drunk. It's the first drink you have to worry about. Amen? Amen. Now look what it says here. It says, it says, less, in verse 5 it says, because if you do this, you're going to forget the law. You're going to forget the rules. You're going to forget what's right. You're going to forget what you should be teaching and practicing and leading. You're going to forget those things. You will forget the law and pervert the justice of, of all the afflicted. Imagine, I just want you to imagine, you've never seen this, right? No, you've never seen this. Imagine the judge in the courtroom, because we've been watching a lot of court lately. Imagine the judge in the courtroom intoxicated or high. Right? The one, the court, he is, the, he or she is the court. Right? Imagine that person not being sober while they conduct in court. There would be a mistrial. Right? Oh no, it would, it would never happen. And so, whatever your, whatever your responsibilities are, whatever you're called to do, wherever you have influence, wherever you are the one that people look towards, right? And even if you're not that one, you need to do it in the right way, in a sober way, in a clear-headed mind, a clear, your mind needs to be clear. And you don't have to have drugs and alcohol to be, not to be sober. Because medicine can do it to you. Or you could have, you could just be so happy that you're not yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ever hear good news and you just can't help yourself, you go crazy, right? Or you're just so pleased, you're just so happy, or you're just so angry and upset that you're not in your right mind. So you don't need a, you don't need a substance to take you out of your sobriety, okay? It could be circumstances. And that, that afflict you, that, that affects you, stuff that affects us, right? And, and, and that's not a good time to make good decisions, bad decisions, and important decisions. It's not a good time, you know? You know, sometimes you have to say, the folks come to you and say, what do you think? I said, oh, I'm not sure yet. Look, give me, give me some time. I just heard some bad news. I need some time, right? Or I just heard some exciting news. I need some time, <laughs> right? No, oh, don't, don't, don't make me make the decision now, please, right? I've just been frightened. I need a little time. I need, just, just wait. Sometimes you need to pause, hit the pause button, and just wait and make the decision later. And it's always good to get some counsel if there's counsel available to you. Amen? Amen. Uh, well, I'm not going to start talking about people. Thank you, Jesus. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Let me read, let me read so I get out of trouble. Lest they drink and forget the law and pervert justice of the afflicted. That king's supposed to work for the afflicted, the poor, the afflicted, the downtrodden, the folks that need help, the king, the government, the, the authorities supposed to help these people. Amen. Amen? Amen? They're the ones that need the help. Okay? 
Not, not the ones that are doing well. Not the ones that are rich. Not the ones who are wealthy. You know, the, the others need help. They're the ones that need the help. And the king, and this, and we're going to talk about the king, we'll talk about the government, we'll talk about folks in authority, should be helping these folk that need help. The New Testament talks about um, giving aid to the widows and the fatherless. That's who we should be looking out for. Amen. Amen. The widows and the fatherless. You know, the afflicted. Give strong drink. Now I'm being facetious, y'all. She says, give strong drink to him who is perishing. You know? And wine to those of bitter heart. Let them drink and forget their poverty. And remember their misery no more. Um, she's being facetious. Okay? She's, you know, she's trying to make a point. She said, you don't need this. These folks might need it, but it's not you. I'm going to talk to you saints. Y'all don't need it either. It's not a need. Amen. I'm going to talk to my young adults. It's not a need. Amen. Amen. See, just because we're not legalistic like we used to be, doesn't mean you do everything. You know? We came up in church, you know, there was, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. There was a whole list of things you did not do. That's right. And alcohol was one of them. And I still think you shouldn't do it. Amen. 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 Some of y'all grudgingly said amen. That's all right. All right. Open your mouth. Here you go. Here's what I want to get to. She tells her son, the king, to open your mouth for the speechless. There you go. For the folks who are not represented. For the folks who can't go forth for themselves. You know, somebody need to read this stuff to Congress. To open your mouth for the folks that do not have a voice. Yes. All right? There are people in this um, American, free citizens, citizens that really don't have a voice. And somebody needs to speak up for them. You know, you know who doesn't have a voice? The unborn child doesn't have a voice. Right? The unborn child is victimized over and over again. No, and does not have a voice as long as someone cannot speak for themselves. Right? And so those kind of people, the, the, the little ones, they don't they need they need somebody to speak for them. Okay? The, um, the, those who are impaired physically or mentally need people to speak for them. And she's telling the king, you need to wait, you need to reach out and help these folks. Okay? And victims, victims need folk to speak for them. He says, open your mouth for the speechless in the cause of those who are appointed to die. Ooh, look at that verse. In the cause of those who are appointed to die. You know who's appointed to die? Everybody who has not come to faith in Jesus Christ are appointed to die. That's what I'm saying. I mean, physically, we're all going to die unless we get caught up, right? But those who have not come to faith in Jesus Christ, those who have not given their life to Jesus, those who have not been saved from their sin and judgment, we need to open our mouth for them. We need to intercede for these people. We need to talk to the people, and we need to talk to God for the people. You know what I'm saying? Because they are appointed to die. Everybody, you know, the scripture says, it's appointed, you know, I can't quote it right, but after death is judgment. Okay? 
right? After death is judgment, and folks are going to judgment all the time. Folks are dying and going to a judgment, a judgment of a condemnation. And you and I, we need to be the ones to open our mouth for them and to speak for them, to speak to them, and to speak for them. Amen? Amen. Because it says, open your mouth, judge righteously. She's telling her son, judge righteously. Right? And plead the cause of the poor and needy. Now, some people in our church have the experience of being poor and needy. Amen? Amen. And so we need to be plead the plead, plead, thank you, the cause of the poor and needy. So this is what mother is telling her uh, young man who is or will be king. All right? Most of Proverbs talks, comes to a, a father-to-son kind of, um, you know, way. You know, imagine David teaching Solomon these things, okay? But in this case, we have the mother doing the teaching. And we thank God for mothers who teach. Mothers are the managers of the household. Haven't you been? Haven't you been? Right? You manage the household. You know, if dad is there, thank God, you know, he might be the breadwinner, he might be the, the leader, the responsible person, the head of the house, but mothers manage all that. You know? And she does, and she, I'm talking about traditionally. Now, there are exceptions to what I'm about to say. You know, but um, traditionally, mothers do the teaching. Right? You know? The ones that, that taught you your manners. <laughs> taught you your manners. Taught you how to make your bed. Taught you how to dress yourself. Taught you how to do things. Mama was there doing that stuff. Even if she was working outside the house, she still managed to do both jobs. Yes, yes. Mothers out working outside the house are bivocational. Yes. But they work there and they work here. Yes. You know? And they look forward to the day where their children grow old enough to take care of some things. Yes. And then when they take care of some things, she still has to supervise them. Yes. And sometimes supervise their father. Amen. You know it's true. Okay, come on now. So 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 we have to we say here that that teaching mothers, teaching mothers are going to be a blessing to their children, right? Mothers who discipline their children are going to be blessed by those children. Amen? You know, the protected mom will protect you like a mother bear, right? She won't let anything happen to you. She can stop it. She's going to stop it. Okay? She will protect you, right? And, 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 and mom, does, mom does all this teaching with the hope that the young man and the young woman will grow up and be godly, fearful, fearful to God, and, and uh, respectful, and stay out of trouble. And sometimes, mother, after all that you've done, it looks like it didn't work. And the scripture says, train up a child the way he should go, and when he's old, he won't depart from it. And you look at that scripture, you say, Lord, I don't understand, because this person looks like they wave out. They depart away from it. Right? But we want to encourage you, moms, keep praying for that son, that daughter. They may be adults now. You can still pray. God is still able. He can still do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you ask or think. You can do it. He does it. 
right? Don't give up. Like, like the poem says, don't sit down on the steps. Don't sit down on the steps and don't fall back. All right? Don't give up, Mom. Don't give up. Pray. Pray for us. Pray for them. Keep praying, praying, praying. You know? And that's where you're going to get your strength and your comfort and your confidence. And just trust God. Trust God. It takes a lot. I mean, it takes a lot for what you do. What you do takes a lot. And you need help from the Lord. You need the strength of God to get through the thing. I, I don't understand. I don't know how the, um, the unsaved get, get it done. Because this is tough work. But, you know, it's amazing to me that they, they get through it. And when, when the saints are so dependent on the Lord. So, uh, go ahead, teach. You know, raise the child in the fear and admonition of the Lord. And when they're old, keep talking to them. And when, they, when they're in the place where they don't have to obey you, talk to them anyway. <laughs> yeah, because you know your words, your words stay. I mean, listen, my mom passed a long time ago, and her voice is still in my head. All right? Stuff that she told me, stuff that I learned from her, and stuff that I didn't want to hear is still up in there. And I can still hear it still going, yeah, uh-huh, you know. The stuff she said to me that I thought was offensive is still up there too. <laughs> I mean the good, the bad, and the other stuff. Still there. Because that influence doesn't go away. It doesn't go away, y'all. Oh my goodness. You know, and if, if I if I dwell on this, that stuff is see this stuff is ringing in my head now. Now now I'm getting a little confused here because I'm trying to do this and I'm hearing my mother say some things to me, and, and I'm trying not to say those things out loud. All right, only my siblings understand. I'm trying not to say those things out loud. So I need to read a verse to get my head back right here. It says, let me see what it says. Oh yeah, open your mouth and judge righteously. Thank you, Jesus. Right? And plead the case of the poor. So, Mom, go ahead and teach. Teach. Teach and discipline. Love and discipline. Feed them and discipline. Right? Um, protect them and discipline. Clothe them and discipline. Right? And whatever you do, make sure you discipline them too. And get them while they look. While they look. You know, at some point, they, you know, you, you can't do some things you used to do. <laughs> you know, you, you can't. Now, listen, I'm not advocating physical violence. I'm advocating discipline. The purpose of discipline, Mom, is to restore the fellowship. Amen? Restore the fellowship. And the means of discipline is different when they're little and when they're big. All right? So you got another difference. And use whatever method that works legally. Right. Without breaking any laws. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Right. You have to do that. You know, the, the Bible does say, foolishness is bound in the heart of the child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from. But you can't use that rod of correction on a 17-year-old. That's right. <laughs> you can't do it. Uh -uh. Um, Dad can't even do it. Because then they'll, you know, well, they so. Let's leave that alone. All right. So, mothers, we want you please be encouraged. Um, I, you, you suffer, you, you suffer some disappointments, right? You've been let down. We know you have. We know you have. You know we let you down. 
You know, the, the husband's fathers let you down, and, and, and the kids let you down too. We understand that, but please, please, please look to God for your help. Look to God for your help, and use your mighty influence to help us. We need your help. I wish my mom was here to talk to me now, right? You know, and so we need your help. We, you know, no matter how old you get, well, I'm going to talk about us brothers. <laughs> we want our mother. You know, we wish we had our mothers. Right? And that gets in the way of the relationship with our wives sometimes. Because your wife ain't going to be your mama. She's, and she'll tell you, I'm not doing what your mother did. All right? I'm not your mother. You know, my, the wives will say that to you. Thank you. You never said that to me, baby. I know. I'm so happy. My wife never said this name, but I know it's up there. Amen. All right? So, so check it out. So, so listen. Y'all heard about Samson, right? And trouble he got into? No, stuff that Samson got in some trouble. And then when he got with Delilah, he was really in trouble. All right? But did you know that Samson, you know, all he wanted was a place to lay his head and someone to be um, to tell his secrets to. He wanted to be intimate. You know? And when we grew up, when men grew up, we grew up laying our head in mama's lap and telling her how we feel. So precious wives, um, let that man lay his head in your lap and be intimate with you. All right? And let let it be let it be in front of the kids. Let the kids see it. So when they grow, they know what kind of relationship they can have. All right. Proverbs fourteen and one says, "A wise woman builds her house, but the foolish plucks it down with her hands." We encourage all of us to be wise, men or women. But we're talking to the moms. Build your house. Build your people. Build them up. Amen. Don't, don't break them down, don't pluck them down, don't, don't tear them up, okay? Don't tear up the people in your house. I know you, you want to go at them sometimes. I understand that, right? I understand, you know, we've done some things that make you want to reach out and touch us, you know? But, but don't, don't break us down, don't, don't tear us up, right? Because you're still stuck with us, at least for a little while, all right? So build up your people, build your children, build your spouse. Build the folks in your household. Build the houses that you work, your jobs, your, your industries, wherever you work. Build the people up. Raise them up, build them up. Amen? Don't, don't tear them down. And you'll be blessed. God will reward you. Um, we, we don't, Mother's Day doesn't come around enough times. Right? Um, I tried to teach my adults that um, when you have a birthday, give a gift to your mother, right? Because after all, she did all the work. All you did was show up. Why should we celebrate you? What did you do? You showed up. But we made it, you know, this tradition, we made it special, it's your birthday, and you know, we do all the stuff. You know, but, but mom did all the stuff. Dad didn't do that much. Right? And just observe 
And I observed it four times, and I said before, it's amazing and terrifying at the same time. So take care of the mamas, the mamas in your life, the aunties, the neighbors, those, those, you know, we grew up in neighborhoods, we have a bunch of moms. We have our mother, and then we have this mom and that mom, and they all treat us like their own. Yes. And they all get on our case like they do. We yes. grow up too. Mm -hmm. I grew you know, I was a little guy for Rose Street in Orange, and there's a lot of mothers in the street. And you have to watch out, because one of them watches you. One of them got their eyes on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of them had their eyes on you, so you better watch what you know. And they report back. And they may or may not say something to you. All right? But they're definitely going to talk to your mom. It gets back. So, so we, we understand. Moms, moms, please, we want to encourage. We want you to be encouraged. We want you to... Follow God hard. Go to prayer. Sometimes Jesus is the only one you got. Because the husband, father doesn't get it. The, the children don't get it. And sometimes your peers won't get it. But Jesus got you. He gets it. He understands where you're at. He understands what you feel. He understands what you're going through. Go to the Lord in prayer and cry and fuss and vent and do whatever you need to do. You and Jesus. Whatever you need to do. Because he's the only one that actually knows what you're going through. Amen. Amen. He's the only one. He's the only one. So you and your Lord get get together and work it out together, and the rest of us will stand back and watch. And hopefully, stay out of trouble. Amen? Amen. Come on, we thank God for that. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We thank you for moms. Thank you for the aunties and the grandmothers and the godparents and, and all the women who have influence in our life, all the women who have loved us as children, even as adults, and have, have used their influence and mothered us in some kind of way. We thank you for all of them even now, Lord. We ask your blessings upon them. And we ask you to teach us, help us to be respectful and honor these people. Because they are worthy of honor. They're worthy of greatness. And they are greater than they're being recognized. We thank you for it in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, we pray for men and women and children who are paying attention that if they have not come to faith in Jesus Christ, that you would that you would reach out to them and draw them by your spirit. They're the ones that the Proverbs said they're appointed to die. You know, life is but a few days. And then that then there's judgment. And after judgment, I mean then there's death and there's judgment. And we want to go into judgment as believers. We're right standing with you. Help us please, Father, in the name of Jesus. And help them draw them by your spirit. Let them know, Father, that all they have to do is say yes. That you already accept them. All they got to do is come to you in faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Listen, if you're there, um, if, if you have not come to faith in Jesus Christ, we ask you just, just say yes to the Lord. 
He's done all the work for your salvation. You know, we're not going to put you through a whole lot of stuff so you can be saved. There's no initiation for salvation. That's just faith. You believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. Whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. All right? So that's what we're saying here. That's what the scripture teaches us. For by grace are you saved through faith, not of yourselves. Um, it's a gift, not of works. You don't have to work for it. It's a free gift from God. The salvation is prepaid, and you can have it just for the asking. So we want to encourage you to ask for it. Amen. And if you do ask for it, let us know. We have a church app. Um, go on the app, and you can just let us know that you come to faith in Jesus Christ, and we will gladly reach out to you. Amen. Wherever you are, you need a church home. Even if you're not in the building, even if it's virtual, I know, but you still need a place where you can be taught the scriptures and learn the word of God and be in fellowship with people. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much. We're so grateful that you that you tuned in with us today. That you spent time with us. And we're going to be praying for you. On behalf of our pastors, Theodore and Linda Faison, we would like to thank you for joining the Living Water Christian Center Church for our Sunday morning virtual service. Although the physical doors of our church may be closed, our ministry is committed to spreading the gospel message and staying connected with you as we shelter in place. To support our ministry with your tithes and offerings, you can use PayPal at livingwaterccc, Cash App at Living H2O Church or Zelle at 973-902-9933. If you need any assistance or would like to send any prayer requests, you can contact us at 973-902-9933 or livingwater374 at gmail.com. We are also available via direct message at any of our social media platforms. Follow us at Living Water H2O Church on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay updated on our virtual worship services, Sunday school classes, prayer meetings, and Bible studies. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Be blessed and stay safe.